It's time for another episode of At Russian 98 on Hockey. Yes, it's me again, Peter Bojarinov, at Russian 98. You can follow me on Twitter, at Russian 98, R-U-S-S-I-A-N 98. You can ask me any questions on there. You can respond to the podcasts, anything on hockey, Leafs, NHL. This is another Leafs episode again. I always do two a week, one about the Leafs, one about NHL. So it's my Leafs Minute. What I'm going to be talking about this episode. Well, before we get into Leafs stuff, everybody's favorite topic right now, Don Cherry. I will go a little rant on, on that. Uh, then we got Mitch Marner's injury, talking about that. The goaltender backup situation, a little bit about that. And who's back in the lineup? Zachary Hyman, where he fits, and maybe a small little prospect update. Okay, first... Don Cherry. Well, um, you know, I'm not one to be political, but I'm also a person who's very compassionate and empathetic to all types of people in this world. And growing up for myself... Having technically, everybody calls me Russian. All my Indian boys growing up in Brampton call me Russian because my last name is Russian. My grandfather's Russian, but I'm my parents are actually Serbian. And I was fond of a lot of Russian hockey players growing up, especially with my last name. I was very fond of the Red Wings, uh, the five Russians. Uh, always when I was a little kid growing up, I would always pretend like I was on that line. Konstantinov to Fedosov to Kozlov to Liriana to Fedorov to Boyardov and he scores. So it was hard growing up listening to Don Cherry every single week criticize on and off the ice European players. I dealt with it. I think a lot of people... Like, as immigrants, as people, as a minority, depending, no matter what you are, if you're uh, LGBTQT, if you're female, if you're, you know, you've had a certain injury, you have a limp, you are from a different country or a different color, we all are very different. And I like, especially me growing up in uh, Brampton and going to university in Windsor, which was uh, named one of the best, or at least number one when I went there, a national school for students. So I grew up with a lot of different cultures, and I really like that, especially growing up in, in the GTA of the greater area of Toronto. We get to see a lot of different cultures, and most of us, maybe not all, we get along fairly well. When I was growing up, I really did not see in my eye. Maybe I was very blind as a kid, uh, (laughs) ignorant, uh, did not see a lot of hatred towards other people or very different. I didn't think of just because Jeremy was black or Nav was brown that we were different. Yeah, we're different in color, but 
We like hockey. We freaking play tennis. Uh, you know, me and me and Simon, the Asian dude, we love piano. So I don't know. I, just, I thought it was normal, uh, but it was very hard uh, to digest on cherry growing up for myself. Um, so I still, I, I, I adapted. I'm like, okay, this is how he is. I'll deal with it. It bothers me a little bit. Yes. But there's a lot of good also that came from Don Cherry. I liked a lot of his opinions on hockey growing up. Maybe not as much now with the whole physical and fighting and concussions and all that other stuff that we now know more about. But there's a lot of good also that Don Cherry has done. And I will feel bad for him in terms of that aspect. That he's done a lot of good, even though, yes, he might be a bigot. Um, We all come from different backgrounds, too. And I will say this. um, Specifically with Don Cherry, he's done a lot of good with charities and for parts of Canada and the troops and all that. But freedom of speech is what it is and just like my podcast I feel free to say whatever I want when I go out I feel free to say what I say a lot of whatever I want but at the same time if I'm gonna go there with some of my comments I only do it in humor yes I use stereotypes but I do it in humor I am not putting any hatred on anyone and nor should anyone in my opinion um so Don Cherry or anybody from any culture, everybody should speak up. You should all voice your opinion. But if you're if you have a special platform and a lot of voices are listening to you, you have to understand what you're saying before you say it. You can't just say whatever you want willy-nilly and think it's okay with everybody. You have to Put yourself in everybody's shoes and make sure what you're saying is fair and just for everyone. So what Rogers did, did I'm fine with, and I think I should it should have been done years ago. Uh, but it's it's Rogers as a company, also, it's their decision to make this move. It's their platform. It's not his. Has he earned it? Yeah. He's earned it over decades of all the work he's done. And a lot of people tune in just for Coach Corner. And a lot of people turn off for Coach Corner as well. Uh, I have years ago. Um, And I know a lot of people that love Don. And there are parts of Don that I love as well. So he will be missed. But also, farewell. All right, let's move on to Leafs. Uh, and we won't talk too much. But uh, Marner's out. Uh, it was hard watching the whole situation with Marner on the ice. My buddy Brett, I hope you're listening. He was at the game. Lucky bastard. Uh, so he got to see Marner just like we all did at the game on the ice. 
you didn't know what happened. Even with the commentators, they thought he tweaked something. The way he crawled to the bench, it looked like the the skate blade was gone, and that's why he was crawling. And then he retested it, so it didn't seem like it was an ankle or a foot problem that was the issue. It was we thought it was maybe the skate, and that's kind of what it seemed like. But as it comes out, it's a high ankle sprain. He's out at least four weeks, and I do hope he takes his time because Marner. Again, I've called that out before earlier, like a couple of weeks ago. He's very Jekyll and Hyde this season. On the power play, hey, well, it hasn't been working out that well. But he's done fairly well, in my opinion, on the power play. But five on five, Marner looks a little lost and also trying to do a little bit too much. And it's hard when that line hasn't really come together yet. Hyman's been injured. Marner was out. Is out now, and sorry, and Tavares was gone for seven games. So that line is hasn't been able to really gel, which was the Leafs' top line last year. This year, it's the other line: Nylander, Matthews, and Janssen. They've been playing very well this season and high flying the last few games. So hopefully, they keep it up. But we need that second line to step up. Marner's out. Hyman's in now. Um, with Marner, I think let's. I think we have a quote. Um, I retweeted, as I usually do on my Twitter account, at Russian98. Marner said, uh, after, uh, I f- when I fell right away, I felt something funny. At the time, I was ready to look back and see my ankle twisted along the way. I think I was ready for something worse than it actually was. So it's good that his foot didn't turn all the way around. Uh, but he's going to be gone for a while. And you know what? I think it might be a good thing in the long run. Have Marner sit, relax for a month or longer, and hopefully he's fully fine and fresh in a month and a half's time. Hyman's back, and well, he's maybe the guy that stirs the drink on that line, or at least was last year. Looks like so far with Marner not playing that well, Tavares looking not fully like himself last year. So maybe Hyman was, you know, hey, these two $11 million players can't play well enough without Hyman. Maybe that's what it is. But the $2 million player just seems like he's a good fit. So hopefully he comes back and he helps because we really need Tavares and the rest of them to step up and get better because we can't rely on Matthews and Neilner as we saw versus Chicago and some of the other games that... If we rely too much on that one line, we won't get much out of the other lines. We need something. And the depth lines were doing very well at the beginning. Mikheyev and Moore, but they haven't been as much. And you can't obviously count on those guys to put in points every game. Uh, You're going to need the Tavares' and Hyman working with some of those guys to put up some more points. Well, I will say Kapanen's been playing a lot better. All right. The Hutchison Kasakuo situation now. So I, I'll, I'll, I'm gonna beat a dead horse. Um, the Leafs keep on playing backups in the second of back-to-backs, where they keep on struggling and looking flat. And as we all know, Leafs have been coming out flat on some of these games, but especially on the back-to-backs. And I don't know. Maybe it's me, but I can't fault Hutchison for 
most of these goals, especially against the Blackhawks, and some of these goals on those back-to-backs, the second half of those games. Leafs are coming out horrible. Their defense is still struggling. Um, man, I, 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 I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but I can't blame Sparks. I can't blame Hutch. I can't blame some of the old goaltenders in the past, the last few years, of the Leafs not playing well on the second game. The Leafs need to wake up in some of those first periods in games, but especially on back-to-backs. Let's look at the next two back-to-backs. Leafs have them coming this week, and then next week, I'm expecting, as per usual, as per Babcock, Babcock, what he likes to do, play Anderson in the first game, no matter if it's the better team or the original six-team or divisional opponent, and then have the backup play in the second game where the Leafs come out flat. We'll see what happens this Saturday and then next week. But I'm expecting more of the same. I can't see Kasakuo, who's been replaced, and now, of course, Hutchinson path through waivers. And I believe he'll be playing for the Marlies. We're obviously with Kasakuo now playing for the Leafs. We'll see what he does. I, he's been doing very well the last year, year year or so, Kasakuo. So I, I'm expecting him to be solid. But I don't know how much more he can improve. If the Leafs keep on playing, coming flat in those second games. Hey. Um, and of course, before we leave, that's it for this episode. Uh, Matthews is, I think, one of the players of the week. So congrats to him in the NHL. And so with Marner out, a prospect, a quick little prospect thing is Jeremy Bracco's been playing very well. So why not bring him up? I tweeted already in the article from uh, editorinleaf.com about, you know, thinking about Bracco coming up because, hey, he's having another solid year with the, Le- uh, the Marlies. 10 points in 13 games, leading the team in power play assists. And, of course, he finished first in the entire AHL with 31 last season. So if the Leafs are struggling on the power play... And Marner's out. Why not try Mr. Jeremy Bracco? All right. That's it for this episode of At Russia 98 Hockey on another Leafs Minute. Follow me on Twitter. Talk to me. Ask me any questions. At Russia 98. Until next time. See ya.